This is Calgary Today with Angela Cocott on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. The International Association of Athletics Federation, or the IAAF, has upheld the ban on Russian track athletes from participating in sports sanctioned by them. But there could be still a small loophole to get into the Olympics in Rio. So earlier today, Becky Scott, a gold medal Olympian and chair of the World Anti-Doping Agency, so WADA, they were on a conference call and she gave her reaction and she also joins us this afternoon. Hello, Becky. Hello. So quickly, I want to ask you about your personal connection to doping and the effect of other athletes doping, what that effect was on your career. Well, my career is a little bit removed now from, from the work that I'm doing in anti-doping, but obviously I uh, I did spend a great deal of time as a member of the Canadian National Cross-Country Ski Team in the uh, late 90s, early 2000s, and uh, was you know, often feeling as though I was competing on an unequal playing field thanks to the amount of doping and use of performance-enhancing drugs in our sport. Um, My role now as the chair of the WADA Athletes Committee, you know, is really to represent the voice of the clean athletes. And so it's a responsibility I take very seriously and when one that, um, you know, enables me to really hear the voices of the athletes and the continued frustration they feel with knowing that they are competing on an uneven playing field. What was your reaction to hearing that this is really a systemic problem from top down and there's reports saying that it would take 18 to 21 months to really clean up this program and really instill a culture of zero tolerance when it comes to doping in sports? Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess I, you know, in light of the the information and the statements and the evidence that's come to light since November of last year in terms of what is happening in Russia and the the ways and means that the state and government are involved in in the comprehensive systematic uh, system of doping that's going on there. You know, I, I think I'm not surprised by much that comes out anymore, to be honest. I think that, yeah, it, it is a as the authors have described it, a culture of cheating and, and undermining the anti-doping system. And so it is going to take time. That is a that is a formidable force to come up against. Yeah. Uh, a Russian pole vaulter is already coming out saying that they're upset with the decision, they want to appeal it, that this goes against her human rights. What do you say to the clean Russian athletes who are affected by this and who are upset? Well, I think I would echo the sentiments of Dick Pound, the, the one of the lead authors on the first investigative report, and our current Secretary General, David Hellman, who have said, you know, during that investigation and compiling of the report, they made many, many attempts to contact and communicate with with athletes in Russia. If there were clean athletes at the time, they had ample opportunity to come forward and make that known or provide testimony for this report. They had no cooperation. They had, you know, no communication from clean athletes during that time when it was an appropriate and important time to make themselves known. So mm-hmm. that's how I would answer that. I also feel like it's always been uh, the rumors have always circulated about Russia for many years. Is it nice to see these formalized reports, studies, statements come out rather than having athletes murmuring in the background about what Russia has been doing? 
Yes, it is. It's absolutely heartening and very encouraging for clean athletes to see the level of seriousness and importance and urgency that this has been given. I think that a lot of athletes in in many sports would say that Russian doping has been an open secret for a long time. Mm-hmm. And if you know as I said my career was 15 years ago and and that was the case then and it had been, you know, known for decades. So that we finally have some people and some organizations taking this as serious as it needs to be and actually taking substantial and significant steps is is very encouraging and very heartening. So what would you like to see happen for Rio? Because just reading through some of the background, there is a small chance that they could possibly make it into the Olympics. Well, yes, that's, I mean, the, the remainder of the Russian team outside of the athletics, you know, have not really been given any formal decision as of yet. There is an ongoing investigation right now by um, an investigative team commissioned by WADA, and they will be able to present their findings in July, at which point I think the international federations and the IOC will have to make a decision. And Mm -hmm. that's uh, going to be based on the evidence and, and proof that this commission will bring forward. So Canada has had a couple of run-ins, but very much in the past when it comes to uh, doping scandals. And it's also never been on a systemic level. How have we been able to maintain more of a clean program and have that culture of compliance and keeping clean in sports? Well, a country's, you know, compliance and level of of due diligence and, and with respect to the WADA anti-doping or the code is really dependent on the strength of their anti-doping organizations. So Canada does have a robust anti-doping organization, the Canadian Centre for Ethics and Sport. And so Canadians can be relatively assured that the Canadian athletes have been subject to a fair amount of no-notice out-of-competition testing. They've had to provide whereabouts. They have been... You know, they've been subject to many of the same doping controls and procedures that a lot of athletes in in other countries with, with similar levels of anti-doping organizations have been. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you very much, Becky. I appreciate your time this afternoon. Thank you. Calgary Today with Angela Cocott, weekdays at 3 on News Talk 770 Calgary.